You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings again from SprottMoney.com and Sprott Money News. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up for Friday the 13th. Oh my goodness, Friday the 13th, 2017. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig. Uh, we've had a couple of good weeks. It's very uh, reminiscent of uh, 2016 so far. I hope we can hold it together here. It looks good so far. I don't think anybody complain if the first six months of the year unfolded just like the first six months of 2016, would they? <laughs> of course, we'll all have to remember to sell this time, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. But but to that end, no, I hope so. but but to that end, you're right. Uh, through the first four days of this week, we are up again. Gold's up $25 through the first four days of the week. Silver's up 33 cents. The shares are kind of lagging a little bit, up only 1%, but they're up 25% since middle of December. Pretty good start to the year, huh? Yeah. It's it's like a, it's a bull market, right? I mean, 25%. I mean, most of us would just be happy to take that home and book it, right? Right. Uh, but, of course, uh, most of us who are in this are in it for something bigger, and uh, I hope uh, that all manifests itself going forward. Yeah, and we've seen quite a turnaround, as you mentioned. Uh, so far, we've had such a great year, but other trends are working in our direction, too. In fact, Eric, the dollar index is now lower than it was, considerably lower than it was the day Fed announced that interest rate hike back in December. And the 10-year note got as high as 2.64% the day after that rate hike, and now it's down to 236. How about that? Yeah. It's almost like the whole economic growth thing has uh, disappeared, uh, that maybe people aren't that confident that there will be uh, some economic policy of the Trump vintage that uh, will be that uh, progressive. And in fact, I, I would say that the one thing that came out of the Trump uh, press conference is that there wasn't much macroeconomic discussion. And in fact, I use, I, I kind of use the phrase to describe what happened as little ball. You know, it was all little things. You know, we'll get some company to, uh, to uh, hire a thousand people and, uh, and or not close a plant here. I, it's, it's like small ball. And but how do you deal with the big picture, right? There's the fact that uh, since I think the Fed rate hike, there's been 100,000 more people go on. Um, social security, long-term social security. I don't really think the, the jobs have been there. So I think the market's getting uh, very concerned. Well, now, to that end, Eric, again, I, I think as we discussed last week, maybe the week before, too, there's this narrative that this is pretty simple. The dollar is going to go up this year and interest rates are going up. But as we pointed out, the opposite is what's playing out so far. And, and much like uh, 2016 began to play out that same way. I mean, 16, they said they'd have another three hikes. And then, uh, of course, they didn't have three hikes. They only had uh, the one hike uh, exactly a year later. And I would, I mean, I've always, and you and I have discussed this, Craig, many times. I've never been a believer in, in any growth in the economy. It's been as weak as can be. And, of course, you have to get rates back down here. Otherwise, the housing thing falls apart. The car sales fall apart. Uh, because that's what's held it all together. I mean, it was, it was the interest rate policy that held everything together. Um, so they're working to, I'm sure, to keep rates down and to keep rates down. Uh, you got to tell it like it is, and like it is is not good. And the reality is it's not good out there. We see all these stores that are, you know, shutting down stores and the sales are weak. And I think I just read that, uh, you know, retail sales are expected to be weak. In fact, they think they might be out. I've been tied up today. But, 
you know, for December, that uh, I think it was uh, Bank of America said that they have a, a survey which suggested that retail sales were down one percent in December. So that would uh, pretend for lower rates and weaker dollars. So uh, those are allow people to consider gold as 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 one of the alternative investments if uh, if stocks aren't going to work anymore. And Eric, I got a I got a question for you. How many times you recall in 2016 we talked about the Fed governors? And then use the word job boning. You think it was more than ten or twelve times? <laughs> There's a lot of that. Yeah, and, and, and that's policy, right? Like, let's try to get them to believe one thing, and uh, even if it's not true. So let me give. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Let me give you a new one. Late Thursday, a couple of Fed governors were out there talking about normalizing the balance sheet and unwinding the balance sheet of those trillions of dollars of of worthless bonds that they bought from from their banks uh, back in 2008. What do, you, what do you think the chances are there's some kind of unwinding or normalizing in 2017? Is that all just smoke? It's all smoke. It's, it's, it's impossible. Everyone's a seller of bonds. The Mideast is a seller. China's a seller. Russia probably doesn't even have any anymore. Everyone's a seller. So who's buying? You know? Right. If the Fed turns around, want to be a seller? Forget it. It's just, <laughs> it's just talk. For sure. Exactly. All right. Now, I got something else on my mind I want to ask you about that is bubbling below the surface. And you've really got to be paying attention, to, I guess, for anybody. I mean, this is probably something not much folks are paying attention to yet. And that's the liquidity crisis, the dollar shortage crisis in the emerging markets. I mean, the Chinese emerging market uh, or the Chinese market is seizing up. Uh, we're having terrible uh, problems with the currency in Mexico and Turkey. How's that going to affect the markets in the days ahead? Well, I mean, they just knock them off one by one, right? And, um, uh... It, I mean, the, the world economic growth is not there. I mean, I, it seems to me I saw something today where Germany came up with 2% GDP growth and everyone you know, was so happy. But 2% GDP growth, uh, which can be just be a figment of some guy's imagination who, uh, who who checks the wrong box, basically, which is probably what they do anyway. Like, I always suspect the data. But, I mean, 2% growth doesn't cut it anymore. That, that's not good. And, of course, we have all these other countries, whether it's, Italy or Spain or perhaps Portugal and Venezuela, uh, Brazil, that have their own problems. Uh, and now with, with the world by in China, of course, China is by far the biggest one. If China and ends up with a slowing economy, which we all, well, for sure, it's slowing. And the question is whether it goes negative or not. I mean, that would be just a massive problem for the um, the developed world to try to deal with because it would be they they were the the big demand factor for the last probably fifteen years for that matter. So, yeah, no, it's 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 a big problem. Uh, I when I look at what goes on in these various countries, I always think, well, you know, those people should have owned gold, and we have a lot of people who should have owned gold. Okay, yeah. whether it's you know the people in England all should have owned gold, the people in the euro all should have owned gold. The Mexicans, the Venezuelans, the Turks now, the Greeks, they all should own gold. You know, like it just seems so logical. Right. And of course, uh, all the, the, uh, the soothsayers say, well, you know, gold is just a whatever, a barber's relic and don't own it. But you know what? It's stood in there for a lot of people in these last few years. Exactly. We tend to focus on dollar priced gold, but gold in Mexican pesos or gold in Turkish lira or gold in Indian rupees is. It's doing a pretty good job for those folks, isn't it? A special job. I was looking at some data on on uh, India, 
and I, I, I'm not sure I have this exactly right, but I think from 2000 to 2016, it was up like on average 15% a year or something. Well, where do you get returns like that when you have, you know, zero interest rates? Right. Like that's an outstanding return. And, and they would all recognize that it was an outstanding return. I think they only had like one or two years when it was even down. It was down like a, like a minuscule amount of like two or three percent. So the Indians, the whole whatever it is, 1.3 or 1.4 billion, them would realize that gold has been a spectacular uh, investment to have vis-a-vis other assets. Well, all right, Eric. By next Friday, it's a whole new Trump a dime. Let's call it that. Is going to appear uh next friday the 20th is going to be the inauguration of president trump you watch that press conference this week and uh, as that new trump dime begins what do you think what do you what do you expect yeah well it's very confusing it's confusing to me i'm not so sure i mean most of the policies that he talked about he's kind of uh moderating them now you know it's like obamacare we got to get rid of it and uh, we don't know what we're going to replace it with and the wall in mexico and, uh, you know, uh, we're going to have some trade barriers, but now it's sort of a border tax for certain companies. And, yeah, like, he's gone small ball on us. Uh, it's all uh, minor. So I don't know what collectively what he and his uh, cabinet colleagues really have in mind for us. So it'll be interesting that first day in the inauguration speech what he's going to commit to, other than, you know, just words. I'm talking about specific economic actions and um so far i mean you have to be we're all kind of holding our breath here we don't know exactly what he's going to do so and i think the market is sensing that that you know they all thought there was going to be this huge spending program and even that seems to be uh, falling by the wayside here so that's why i think that the market's kind of uh, sagged the stock market sagged a little here because it doesn't look like uh, the cavalry's coming here any too soon does all kind of go counterintuitive so far, and like we said, it all begins to uh, boil over next Friday. It'll be interesting to see where we go from there, and I look forward to speaking with you next Friday, seeing what the medals do, and then trying to assess where they're going to go in the Trump administration. Always a pleasure sure. to visit with you, Eric. Sure, we've had a great two weeks here. Let's hope we uh, can have another great one, just like last year. It, it was uh, certainly quite exciting for the first six months, and uh, looks like we're on a bit of a roll this year, too. Have a great weekend, and from all of us here at SprottMoney.com and Sprott Money News, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.